0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another show of the Men's Mental Health Show. I'm uh, glad to say that uh, it's, it's Bodie and I this morning, and uh, so the A-Team, the original stars, or the superstars as we like to call ourselves anyway. Um, but just a quick reminder, a big thanks to uh, all manufacturing personnel, uh, recruitment and labour hire in the manufacturing industry. And uh, just sending out our love and regards to uh, company owner director Craig Beachy this morning, who's uh, who's in hospital back in again. It seems to be his second home at the moment. So uh, wishing you all the best, Craig. And um, yeah, but uh, onwards and upwards from here. It's uh, a good show. We had a, a terrific show last week. Just want to apologise to some of the uh, uh, people that listen back on the podcast. Unfortunately, we didn't. Uh, we weren't able to record last week's show, which is a real disappointment because it was a terrific show with uh, Christian Mortensen. The the paramedic, the mus, Um and we spoke a little bit about addictions, but I think we'll go back into that and pretty much just give you a repeat of that show anyway, so there's nothing you will miss out on um, with regards to, um, you know, addictions and and whatnot, uh, but uh, good morning Bodie, how are you mate? Yeah, look, uh, um, I can't uh, complain at all, um, you know,
1: I'm um, going to play badminton later on, um, you know, it's one of the great pleasures of my life uh, to play two or three times a week, and um, at seventy three, I'm still still mean and dangerous on the court. You know, <laughs> uh, not so much uh, from my shots, but more uh, my tendency to collide with my partner. Um, <laughs> well, so they tell me. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm known to mouth off a little bit if, uh, um, you know, laugh at the wrong oh. moment uh, at someone's poor shot. So, uh, it is a, but you know, it keeps me sane um, and stable and fit and. Um, hand-to-eye coordination, all sort of functioning. Um, So I love that, and I love my gardening. That, too, is a source of marvellous conversation uh, um, uh, and consolation. Um, You know, it brings surprising sort of rushes of joy. So I guess getting older, um, you know what makes you feel good Mm. more than you ever did, um, you know, when you're a younger person, um, you know, when you're sort of just reacting all the time yeah. to what's going on around yeah. you. Um, when you get a little older, you're sometimes blessed with an increased capacity yeah. to um, reflect on life and to have some active ability to to generate um, what you do, to pull back on something, to lean into something. And, um, yeah, that's I see that as one of the great benefits
0: of ageing. Um, no, it's a great skill. We, it is. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll send you a couple of texts through the week and, and you, you'll often... Say, so, I mean, like so many of us say, G'day mate, how are you? And we yeah. forget about, well, there was a question there. Yeah. Um, but you do that. Like this morning, you know, when I actually called... um. You know, you, you're just straight into the love of the appreciation of the recent rains and how it's replenishing the gardens after pretty hot seven day spell up here. Yeah, yep, yeah, um, yeah. And we've yeah. got it again coming up in the next few days, I believe. Yes, we have. So it, it's like being in the moment. It's a wonderful thing to reflect, as you say, on on some of the beauties and the appreciations of you know nature and, and life itself. And and you know, and, yeah. and it allows you to get out there and enjoy your baddie as well, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah.
1: absolutely. I, I think it's what it, you know, there's an old saying is that it, it's what you pay attention to that becomes your reality in that moment and if you're paying attention to the wrong things or the things that upset you you you're going to have a different experience than if you sit in and pay attention to the things that bring you pleasure uh, that bring you satisfaction that bring you consolation that bring you an, an appreciation of the complexity of life and um the and the um the work that we have to do in order to know where we're going. So to have some sort of roadmap um, also um, by thinking about your, your life reality mm, mm. Um, equips you to actually become more responsive to your mm. environment rather than reactive. So that's mm. the difference. It's an R, but it's responsivity, not reactivity. Yeah, I like that. A responsivity as opposed to a reactivity. To reactivity, yes. Ah, are right. uh, Two very different sort of notions. Yeah. Um, and there's different outcomes that come from being responsive um, as mm. to becoming reactive. reactive.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm working close with, with, with a mate of mine who's just, you know, he's on a downhill spiral at the moment. I'm working closely with his folks. Yep. <laughs> and, you know, they're, they're just at a loss. You know, he's had a, a number of um you know uh, rehabs he's he's an addict and um it's just yeah it's 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 very sad to see that but you know instead of i guess you know them shutting off or or i've got to give it to them as as parents they've never given up on him which is a wonderful wonderful thing whereas many parents that you know i know of certainly would have long time ago and i'm talking 10 15 years ago would have given up but you know the love is still there, and I think that that says a lot, isn't it? You know that they are, uh, you know, a bit more hard or, or react to the problem itself as opposed to to him, uh, or yeah. you know, because yeah. it's a disease ultimately, which is what he has.
1: Yes, um, uh, and it, and that's such a confounding. Reality isn't it for for the person who's addicted? Sort of dealing with addiction, you know Mm. that uh, that constant pattern of regression, um, or what they call relapse in the trade, you know, uh, for uh, in terms of drug and alcohol, Um, and just how uh, um, predictable relapses are. Mm. Um, Mm. uh, In fact, if you're training in drug and alcohol, you're given a lot of instruction on relapse prevention, um, or uh, or analysing a relapse event, um, and sort of pointing out. The unconscious choices that are made yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, that lead to um, you know picking up or reusing again, and mm. to be able to help the person who's struggling with relapse mm. Um, mm. to to know of those unconscious decisions that are made yeah. Um, yeah, sure. uh, uh, that then leads to a pickup. So um, you know that's a rich field of human in, uh, inquiry um, and um, addictions. I mean, the word itself suggests, isn't it, that you're at the um, Heavily embedded edge of uh, a, a drug use, yeah. your drug of choice. Yeah, you know the use of it that um, that almost your life cannot exist without yeah. it in you know on a daily basis. Yeah. and so then we sort of talk about addiction, um, um, and, and and the, and the triggers and, are
0: so sensitive, like just the yeah, minor, no, smallest minor things. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 let's let's go further into that when yeah. you know we've got Christian back here as well. I think we are, we sort of touched on that last week. Yep. Yeah. But um, this morning, when we were talking, um, mm. you brought up a really good topic. But it's a very delicate subject, and um, so I'll just I'll let you bring us into what, what it was we were well, discussing and, and where we're at, because you're, you're, I mean, you're dealing with a lot of a lot of patients that are going through this and have been through it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it is a sensitive
1: um, and difficult uh, topic to talk about. Um, and, and I've always erred on the uh, side of equipping men um, or adolescent boys um, to um, take a more preventative um, uh, attitude to um, that idea of dominance and entitlement that would then lead them to actually act against a parent or uh, bringing in bad behaviour could lead to an AVO um, or an apprehended domestic violence, or somewhere uh, down the track. Yeah, or, yeah somewhere yeah. S- somewhere down the track. So, or
0: um, even even in their teenage years. Yes,
1: um, and because adolescent you know, adolescent boys don't really think about uh, long term consequences. Um, right. They just think in the moment, um, and many of them fall into the trap of doing something that then leads to an AVO, um, and then the long term sort of uh, c- considerations of that. Um, that can have an effect, um, particularly if you breach an AVO or an ADVO, an apprehended domestic violence order, um, then it becomes a criminal offence. It's Hmm. in your criminal history if you get an AVO out against you, but it's not a criminal offence. It's only if
0: you breach um, that it becomes a a criminal offence. But it's also important that if you're going for a job, say, an AVO doesn't come up on, on the police checks that people can do if unless you breach it and unless then it comes up yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's also important to note that if particularly under the 2006 uh, sorry 2012 or 13 whatever the act changed yeah if you breach the AVO you don't get to go past go you just go straight to jail that's yeah. what happens so and, and you can be bailed out after a number of hours but you will be taken into generally into the city or to a, one of the larger you know um, um, yep. I don't know what it's called, uh, you know, when they refuse bail or whatever, uh, and and, and uh, yeah, so you know, the, these are pretty serious consequences. They
1: are serious consequences, and I, and I think the like the question I've sort of got um, at the moment is something about um, uh, you know persistent offenders um, who have known uh, a violent record. Um, you know, the uh, the police force do have. Um, um, Officers whose job is to monitor repeat right. offenders. Right. Um, and they work with government agencies, non government agencies um, to monitor uh, um, the, uh, the, the movements of, the, of that person. Right. Um, so, if um, uh, you know, I, th- I think that those sorts of ideas are really important because mm. no- known offenders and repeat offenders mm. um, are clearly. Uh, mm. um, uh, Causing risk um, in our community, mm-hmm. and obviously aren't re- really interested in sort of changing their ways. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yep, it, it's just ongoing. So, um, and then and then there's um, uh, officers um, for multicultural areas that are unsworn officers, um, um, but they liaise with the police. They provide. Yeah bridges to the yep. community yep. and to the police. They give advice to the police yeah. around um, uh, approaches and protocols mm. to working with a culturally diverse community mm. um, or a, a communities whose primary language is where they've come from. It might be Iranian, it might be Chinese, mm. it might, you know. Um, uh, so they're employed as, as, as connection mm. Um, mm. Uh, points of reference. And those developments are really important. Mm. Like um, what's interesting here for me, I think, is I, I once I read a, a few years ago the book by Robert Hughes called *The Fatal Shore*. Uh, it was first printed in 1986, and what he did was he examined um, the um, British colonial power um to incarcerate people from uh, Ireland and from the UK right. um, you know for um, offenses that uh, meant that you, you you were deported. yeah you', you yeah, stealing yeah. a
0: loaf of bread was the common one, wasn't it? Yeah. Um,
1: a, a, a lot of the offences in today's terms, if you look at it, you got my God yeah um, you know what I mean so so and obviously the, the target was the poor yeah. um, uh, mostly. Um, and and um, the early history of Australia, uh, that the Irish also were uh, the most singled out um, people on the streets that the police were picking up right. for all sorts of reasons. Right. Um, so um, w- w- that's our history. That's the bones of our beginning, mm. is that we, had, we were an incarceration state. Yeah, yeah. You know, We had a colonial f- uh, wor- uh, um, military force that enacted extreme violence on those people. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, when they were released or came out, um, those that were lucky enough to Mm -hmm. survive the rugged conditions, Mm -hmm. um, were left with a deep hatred of the sort of kind of, uh, you know, that colonial power to intervene so powerfully in their lives. So that's the bones of our beginning. Mm -hmm. So what we've done is, um, in a sense with the Domestic Violence Act, is that... um, is that we've legislated the police yeah. um, to um, uh, uh, intervene um, um, and, and they've, what they've criminalised is um, spousal um, violence, Yep, yeah? Um right. And um, everything's sort of kind of wrapped up in that. And so what I'm sort of concerned about is um, if we leave it in the hands of the police to determine what is... Reasonable, and what it, conflict, y- yep. and what is unreasonable yep. conflict that that is a criminal offence. Yeah, um, how how what other services do we provide to assist? The general population um, to self monitor uh, to to monitor together as a couple um, to understand the limits of um, coercive force um, and force in an argument. How to sit in conflict resolution in a way that uh, is encouraged by uh, a good discussion about respective positions, what the struggle is, um, and how do we in our um, in our school system. Because schools were originally set up to bring people um, up uh, to be work ready. Yes. Yeah. Uh, To give them uh, reading, writing, and arithmetic so they could actually become increasingly able in a more complex technological society uh, to find work and to perform their work. Yes. Yep. Yep. But the limitations of 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 a school system that's designed for the three R's... Yeah, okay. um, or, what, or, or what we call STEM yeah. Um, yeah, nowadays. I'm not. I can't, I can't remember what the acronym is, but I think it's for um, um, uh, you know yeah. science, uh, you know technical, technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Or suppose yeah. Or, it's or, or, or part of the work ready sort of kind of thing. Yeah. But we never talk about um, relationships. We never talk about consent. We never talk about uh, what's reasonable, what's unreasonable, yeah. what's force and what's persuasion. What what is love and what is what is conflict resolution? Because right. things things go wrong. We right. we all know that relationships go through difficult times. Yeah, um, yeah. And um, but we don't have an armitarium of resources um, yeah. to help couples navigate those challenges in their life I certainly don't um, you know there's only a marginal um, type of programs run in schools for adolescent yeah. boys and girls. Um, and I think we need to really increase um, our um, teaching uh, or learning um, uh, discussion groups, conversation groups yes um, you know when things go wrong um, so that our young people are equipped, to yes. deal with relationships sure. and difficulties when they emerge without falling into, um, uh, well, if you're going to do that, I'm going to call the police. Yeah, um, yeah. Now, increasingly, I'm hearing from couples that that's what they're doing. Right. When, when a situation arises, yes. yeah, um, the, the man or the woman are saying, I'm going to call the police on you. That's coercive control. Yeah. But there's no... Yeah. There's no yeah. um, it, it, if a couple are operating on a basis of threat to each other... There is no resolution. Yeah. There is no growth. Yeah. Increasingly, what's actually happening is a potential for increasing escalations. Yes, um, the, you know that will bring the police to their attention. Yes, uh, yeah, you want and yeah. and once you have got the police involved, um, um, it's, it's out of, out of, your, of
0: their it's hands. Out of your hands. It's out of their it's hands altogether. Out it's, out it's, it's, out it's, out a of domestic offence is completely different to a normal offence. So just so yeah. we can explain to the listeners, if if you and I were to have a bit of a a blue, a punch up, a blue is a, a fight in Australia. If, if we would have a bit of a blue, right? And let's just say, oh, I, I clocked you one. And, and you said, that's it, I'm calling the police, right? Yeah. And then when if the police were to come and then you'd say, no, it's all right, I've changed my mind, I'm not gonna Generally speaking, there won't be any follow through with that, right? But if it's a domestic matter, even if you and I are brothers, or if you know husband and wife, yeah, or, yeah, or husband yeah, and husband, yeah, yeah. whatever, yeah, yeah, then then it's completely different, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. And, and and you know, I mean, often the law has been set up in response to genuine um, coercive threats on part of uh, what are, have been primarily males. Yeah. Um, you know, putting pressure on the victim to actually withdraw the complaint, right? Um, yeah. And yeah. and therefore, the, um, and, and and the the situation, there is no resolution of the situation. Yeah. And what we do know is that um, the repeat offences that do that do yeah. occur um, are well known. So what the what the legislation did was to say. Once a woman's made a complaint and the complaint has, and the police have attended and they've decided on the report of the uh, victim that there is a case here, Um, um, they are empowered um, to, they are empowered now to actually. Um, arrest that person. Yeah, or, and, or put and a,
0: a, an AVO against yeah, the Yeah, net. yeah, yep, yep,
1: That's yep, right. Yep. That's right. And w- once you have an AVO, an ADVO, um, which is uh, a pretended domestic violence order, yep. to do with spousal relationships de facto, um, even flatmates in the house, um, right. a house a, a, a termed a domestic relate, uh, arrangement. Yeah. yeah. So an ADVO okay. actually operates within that. Right. So the net for this thing is incredibly wide yeah, yeah. it's not just marriages it's de, it includes a marriage and de facto but even in residential um Flatmate, a, aged care yeah, play and yeah. uh, uh, yeah. flat flatmates. okay so even, even yeah. if
0: it's in like it, when you're all sharing a communal yeah, yeah, area yeah, yeah, okay
1: yep yeah. um also um a, a group um Jeez, residential this. programs yeah. in universities or in hospitals um, yeah, the the advo yeah. operates yeah. Um, within those relationships. If there's conflict, so the net is very wide, um, and and I guess you know at my end of the uh, of the journey, I'm the sort of person that has to deal with um, uh, something that's gone wrong. So I uh, um, about a year ago I had a case where a young a young young fella un, under the age of eighteen, um, you know, punched a hole in his wall um, in his bedroom and th- you know threw a few insults at, uh, at, at his mother. Um, this had been a sort of pattern going on for you know uh, for a few years. Um, uh, um, in, in this particular instance, the mother said, oh, uh, "You know, I'm done." She rang up the police, um, so the police come, come down, and they, uh, they the holes in the wall are seen by them. Um, they um, arrest the young person. Um, uh, the parents are beside themselves. Um, we just wanted help, they said, mm. um, and now you've arrested our son, and so it becomes. This and then he's and charged with. And yeah, he's charged yeah. a- absolutely um, at eighteen, and an, in, an interim um, order is, is placed on him, so yep. he's, he, he, he has to. He to court. Home, he has to then acknowledge that to, order yeah, yeah, in front yeah, of absolutely. the magistrate.
0: That's yeah, right. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, all, yeah, all that sort of stuff. It's um, yeah, yeah. and and it's it, it, um, you know what's interesting here is that. Um, Um, how do you analyse, has the family situation fully changed with all that event? Now, in this particular case, um, they did engage a a, a forensic psychologist to do a report and obtain a, um, a, um, suspending the case on the basis of mental health. Um, So a conviction wasn't recorded. Um, but how do we analyse the the impact afterwards on family functioning? Mm. Now, I I did have an opportunity to talk with the young person um, over a number of sessions, and they did admit that... um, um, that they didn't fully understand the um, implications of their behaviour. They just th- they thought that they were entitled to express their anger um, towards the family a, sure. um, at some level. That yeah. had no idea that their own be- his own bedroom was the parental property. Um, he thought it was his own bedroom, so you right. know, he fell into a bit of a hole there. We're talking about a kid who yeah, um, yeah. Sure, smart. Um, not, he, yeah, um, yeah. You know, was heading towards the university education. So you know, he's not um, a, a young uninformed. Um, sure. Uh, uh, person with relatively, un, you know, limited understandings, um, so um, um, I guess what I'm, I guess what I'm, what, there's a note of caution, increasingly I'm hearing um, about this recent edition of coercive control, and um, it's... It's how people use the legislation that's of most interest, and I wonder about misuse of the legislation. Right. Um, and I do know that couples are increasingly threatening each other, yes. and therefore their relationships are disintegrating. Yeah. And the long-term effect of a disintegrating relationship, um, where people then go to counselling l- because because they're done with yeah. each other, yeah. um, that there's no interventions beforehand. You know, yeah, we, we don't na- have a na- national. Yeah national conversation to say yeah. when's the right time to actually seek some couple counselling yes yeah we yes. don't have that national yes. conversation
0: okay you know okay. so so there's gaps because often so, when time couples are going to counselling what you're saying is it's too late it's, it's uh, ab- absolutely because they've given up
1: on each other i mean the hurts are so, uh, you know uh, maybe conducted over a number of years have consolidated into, into um you know uh, uh, uh a stuckness for both of them, and they and they can't yeah, refine a, a, the points of connection. Mm. They've been existing mm. in disappointment for too long, sure. and so so they're talking about finishing up. And how do we do that? You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah, right. And um, and if they have children, that's an, a, 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 a significant yeah. additional complication. Yeah. So what I'm looking at is, uh, you know, what interventions can we have way before all of these. Um, yeah. You know, conclusions are, have, have already been met mm. and dissolution is the only journey that's been, uh, mm. is going to be taken. What, um, I think um, what's um, frightening here, I think, is um, how much a life can become crippled by um, events that have occurred in the past with other relationships. I mean, young people more and more are having, you know, um, or n- not only young people, but even middle aged adults are having um, relationships of three to five year durations, or have a number of them. And it's not hard to see um, that if each relationship ends up in an AVO, um, the man's going to start, and if the man uh, is, you know, the AVO is against him, it is a pattern. Yeah. But it's also a conclusion that he's forming. Um, and that this is what I'm hearing um, in the background a lot of men are saying. Um, we think that the world has shifted and... and um, the balance and, and of the scales yeah, yeah, has Yeah, the gone. bales have, okay. have, have, sure. has, have shifted um, and there's an automatic assumption that the man is the perpetrator. Yeah, that's right.
0: That's unfair on us now. It's not... Yeah, I, I hear, I hear there, it all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, I hear it all the now, time. From, now,
1: yeah. what, what I'm... I don't buy into that necessarily as a counsellor, you know, to to actually say, well, yeah, no, I get that and all that sort of stuff. I've got to to work within the context of the law um, and the event and and consider safety and all those sorts of things. But I do know that there are contextual realities um, that also contribute to something that if they're not considered, um, uh, men are going to feel um, that their side of the story is, is... is irrelevant it's, to it's the journey, yep. yeah, yep. And there is an increasing cohort of men that are saying, um, you know, "I'm not even interested in relationships uh, because it's just going to end up in a court." In a, you know, I'm I'm sure. going to become the casualty in it, um, and um, and so that that leads to a polarization. Increasingly, the what I see is a is a gender mm-hmm. agenda polarization, and we're not having a conversation about that. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I. I'm caught between protecting women and children and we need to do that sure. when a man is violent. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. There's no argument. No, no, no argument. argument. Right. Or he's using coercive control that restricts the um emotional manipulation, anything like that. All that sort of stuff. Um, but I've also said what's really interesting here is I've also, you know, known of an um, you know, and uh, as part of my practice, yeah. um, men who have gone I'm not going to call the police. She broke my guitar. Um, Yeah. um, You know, um, but we we got over that, Um, and um, and then find themselves, you know, maybe months down the track, um, uh, facing an AVO. Yeah. Yeah. Mm.
0: And Mm -hmm. um, so you're saying that it's it's been taken advantage of, or, or it's not used correctly or rightly. Well, the, well, at I, times. well.
1: Maybe I could say men should be more vigilant about their safety. Maybe, maybe you, sure. you know a yeah, counter argument. Because this,
0: this goes, this can go both ways. Oh, of course, it we, can go we, both we, ways. We're the men's mental health show, so this is what we're talking about. And, yeah. and, and I think these are. Uh, amazing points here, folks. This is a, a really well. I know discussion. they're difficult.
1: I know they're yeah. difficult because I could be accused of actually trying to destabilise the sort of genuine reform in sure. relationships that the police are providing yes. uh, for known um, uh, for serious um, attacks sure. on children and 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 women. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, if we look at the recent statistics from the New South Wales Police Force released sure. in nineteen seventeen, the person of interest, which is the perpetrator. Um, eighty percent of male males in callouts was a person of interest, um, and was That's, a female. I fe- thought that. Yeah, 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 and a female victim. So eighty percent. Yeah. Um. Then fifteen percent. Um. Um. The female is a person of interest, and the male is a victim. What do you so mean? Fifteen 50 percent of 15% all callouts. Fifteen percent. Okay. All okay sorry. Fifteen no, percent. No. 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 So fifteen five, 15% percent. 15% where, are percent. female sure.
0: person of interest. Person of interest, and and the five percent is just both of them, maybe. Or which well, three
1: percent is um, uh, the personal interest is um, both, both both, and the victim the are vi- both male. Yeah. and two percent a personal uh, person of ah, interest okay. In, okay. and the victim, okay, female. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what we're seeing is that domestic violence is not only a male issue. Sure,
0: um,
1: it is. Uh, uh, it, it is part of our human uh, reactivity as against yeah. responsivity response that we really need to be um, exploring in a national conversation consistently and all the time. Um, you know, the, the journey between reactivity, which <laughs> leads to bad behaviour, and responsivity that yeah. leads to genuine understandings. Now, that okay. doesn't mean yeah. that every yeah. relationship's going yeah. to be saved. Be Not at all. Um, um, but um, But what it does is reduces the... Um, uh, escalations yeah. that lead to, and, and you know, some of the cases are, are, are surprisingly familiar. So what happens is um, they've had an argument about some reason or right? other. There's been an escalation. It might it might have happened over three months. It might have been just just suddenly there. Um, um, the man or the woman's holding a phone, saying, so "I'm going to call the police." The other partner gets up and tries to grab the phone off. The, yeah, off. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a, the, uh, uh, arms go up in the air. something sure. somebody's falling backwards. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, uh, often it's the woman that's falling backwards. Yeah. She gets a bump on the head. Um, the police come. The, the, the man's arrested. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And, and there starts
0: the journey. Yeah. So where, I guess, I... My question is, and, and it's it's the Men's Mental Health Show, everyone. Good morning. Um, we're here, uh, myself and Bodie Marsden, who's a local psychotherapist that went with fours, and you can always get Bodie on 0424 416 969. So where my question lies is, is and, and I can't help but bring this back to a lot of other things that we talk about in mm. relation to men's issues, right? And that's what I just said, talk about. So... It, If you've got issues at home, if you've got a really good mate that you can share and you can, you know, you you drop the ego with, and you can go for a good walk, and you can just say, "We had this fight last night, Lucy and I, and this is this is where it went, and and this is what had happened." And that decent mate might be in a position where he's good enough to say to you, "Now, man, now listen, mate, that's overstepping. That's a bit too much." Absolutely, because. If you if you're brought up, let's just say you're a 22 year old young man and you've come out of a, a, a you know a pretty hostile um, um, childhood. Um, your parents used to fight all the time. Then it's part yep. and parcel that that's going to continue on through to you. And, Look, and that's a really good point, mm. uh,
1: Brad. You know that um, history um, of exposure to a, 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 a physical or psychological struggle between mum and dad yeah. that you've been witness to for many years. Um, um, will, will um, cause a, um, a, a sort of almost a PDSD. Children who are exposed yeah. to domestic violence, the, the research is out that it affects their brain um, uh, functioning. Um, it causes um, depressions in certain areas sure. uh, areas of the brain. Sure. Um, there's a certain sadness um, yeah. that that can't really be talked about or understood. Yeah. But um, uh, the exposure to domestic violence. Is, is a trauma, and yeah. we're recognising yeah. that that, uh, yeah. that is a trauma. And if you've been loaded with that experience but never been given the opportunity to make sense of that, yeah. um, either in a group discussion or, or, or through hearing a podcast or, or yeah. talking to someone yeah. um, like a counsellor about that sort of stuff, um, that lingers in your system um, forever and predisposes you either to repeat the same behaviour mm. um, of violence Um, or um, not be able to recognise the emergence of a potential difficulty with a partner and uh, keep staying in the situation until an escalation occurs um, uh, in a very sudden sort of kind of way and then suddenly you're caught up. So you haven't figured out Maybe I need to step back a little bit. Maybe I need to um, apologize for something that I might have done. Sure. Maybe I need to try uh, to talk to, with my partner about, um, gee, uh, you know, I'm, I'm struggling a bit in our relationship. How are you going with mm. that? Can we go mm. and talk to someone so mm. that we don't end up in um, this crazy situation of the police mm. suddenly determining both our futures?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Suddenly determining both our futures. That's exactly right it's you know it I mean, we must go to a break in just a moment um but it's i, I think it's wonderful what you what you're saying here bodes and it's a terrific discussion and and the fact that um you know uh, yeah, the police have got a job to do um yeah, but the way that things are set up look you know i i get asked this question quite a lot um you know in regards to the the balance of the scales of of what's happening these days, yeah, not just here and abroad as well, and many other countries around the world. And and all I like, I, I spoke the other day to somebody, and I said, "Look, you know, uh, uh, Jill, the, the only time that my life changed from those events of 2013 and 14, or mainly t- 2012 and 13, really was, and it took some time because I'm a bit of a slow learner, was the moment I started taking responsibility, yeah, for the only for the for the things that I had done, yeah." Yep. And if you take that into a discussion with your partner, if you take it into a discussion with a friendship and you start off the discussion, look, what I did was really wrong and the reasons behind it, you know, uh, you know, I, I think just going into a discussion saying, hey, I'm sorry, it's, it's, it's not good enough. But 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 going into what you've done and what you've done behind it, you're you sort of are opening up that and then that that angst immediately from your partner who has against you, it is not going to be as bad. It's her, her guard or his guard is lowered, um, and you're and, and, you, and you're opening up that level of discussion, aren't you?
1: Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean. Yeah, like yeah, if
0: yeah. you so so a lot can be said for taking responsibility for what you've done. It's very easy when you're in a situation and you've got an AVO against you to say she's done this. She's not allowing me to see the kids. She's taken the car. I can't get into my own house. My bank accounts are empty. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, these reasons. Behind all that, yeah, you know, yeah, what what have you done to her? Or yeah, yes. you know what I mean. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, you
1: know, I think there are situations where a man taking responsibility is absolutely the right thing for him to do, um, yeah. and it's an important yeah. thing for yeah. him to do to begin a journey of of changing that idea of um, uh, reactivity and um, entitlement and dominance. You know, or as, the one as, emotion
0: as you you know talk about in one yeah, of your poems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So,
1: um, it uh, you know that that's absolutely right, um. The, the, thing, the thing everything's in a context you know I mean even marital relationships or spouse you know, girlfriend boyfriend it is a context yeah. um, and if um, if 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 context can't be explored then naturally, the, the the potential of simmering resentments, mm. um, you know, will lead to an escalation of some sort, and it may be led by the woman, it may be led by the man. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, so, um, and that's for, in, you know, the, that's a known reality. But I think, um, in say, domestic violence, uh, what I've been told is that. Um, um, that w- the police aren't interested in the context. Uh, what they're interested in is the act, um, and does it uh, 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 is it a, uh, does it fit the criteria of as a criminal offence? Yeah. And then and then so they'll step in. Um, so so what we what the concern for me is that um, at what point are there other responses that come up after the police involvement um, that assist right. in some way um, to um, uh, to allow um a man for example to kind of get professional help so i'm i'm beginning to think that in you know, a men's um, uh, health centers Mm. Uh, in which um, they get uh, treatment to mm. deal with an underlying violence tendency.
0: Yeah. Okay. Like, like what Flynn's doing there in the mid mid mountains yep. uh, uh, centre, and, yep. and getting men to come in and sit in a safe space. Yep. yep. Where they're allowed to express their anger yes. or they're allowed to express their frustration. Absolutely. So jealousy, those initiatives, whatever it is, yep. are those
1: initiatives, they're, they're awesome. Aren't they? um, are preventative issues yeah. um, that can lead to very significant changes. Now, I. I did three years of group work, 16-week-long domestic violence groups um, wow. with Blacktown probation and parole. Um, they told me I had a 97% recidiv- recidivism rate, so um, okay. nine, uh, uh, so people did not reoffend on that offence mm. um, mm. after going through a group that I, I ran, um, and this was wow. um, in the... Um, in the 90s um wow. before they started training probation and parole officers to deliver programs ah. um but w- what um, what's what's in- interesting here is men can recognize in a training context um what's what's right and what's not right yeah. now that yeah. it's their decision as to whether or not they um they want to make a shift And that's Mm. when you're saying taking responsibility. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. But I I think we have to start thinking also about prevention. Yeah. Um, And we also need to recognise that any behaviour comes out of a context. Mm. And if we can't have a conversation about that, um, uh, then I I think men are, are going to feel... Um, that they've been fingered as the problem, like the poor were um, in in the UK, yeah. at, you know, yeah. in, the, in the 1700s, or the Irish were yeah. at the turn of the century, in the 19th century, um, and Aboriginal people now yeah. um, are, are fingered on the streets as um, uh, or um, African gangs in Melbourne. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, 100%. so yeah, that visibility factor. Um, Mm. or or that identification of there's probably something going on here, let's move in, Mm. Um, it it, it, it does exacerbate the sort of problem. Mm. Mm. So Mm. this is a difficult discussion we're having here. I'm not advocating anything other Mm. than saying, I think we have to start having these difficult conversations um, and step out of our um, polarised sort of um, silos of opinion and actually say... Yeah, but there are casualties and all this, in the yeah. in, in the system, um, and there's significant casualties. And if we're not addressing those significant casualties, yeah. that are both men and women mm. and children, of mm. course, mm. Um, then um,
0: we're not doing justice to the problem. Mm. And it, and it brings me back to you know last week's show um, yeah. where we were talking about sitting in that sitting in your own shit, really with that the yeah. discomfort of, of difficulty. And if you're not prepared to sit in that, to sit in what's brewing inside you, um, you know, it's difficult to have those discussions because Uh, you've got uh, to have that – sorry, you've got to have that – that conversation with yourself at the House of Mirrors first, don't you? Before Absolutely, you, you do.
1: Mm. And, um, and I think you make a very good point that um, we, we tend to avoid mm. sitting in discomfort, whatever that discomfort might be. Yeah, big Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. 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 Um, even this discomfort of our own offending or our own sort of problematic, problematic behaviour. Mm. Um, but even um, talking about domestic violence sure. is, is discomforting because mm. there's hurt um, and woundedness. And terrible behaviour, and mm. there's murders and all mm. that sort of stuff. Um, absolutely, oh. mm. but there's also wounded men uh, walking around um, because they've become casualties um, sure. uh, um, of a procedural sort of reality. Yeah, and we're not actually addressing that. No, nah, um, nah. you know, men are, are, are in, a, in a sense left to actually sort of exist on their own. Now, look, I, I, of course, if I'm going to have a young person in me in front of me, young yeah. adolescent male who's punched a hole in the wall and suddenly he's come to the attention of the police and, you know, he's decided to do something about it. Mm. I'm going to say you're going to have to learn about emotional regulation. Um, You're you're not a guest in the family home. You're a member of the family. Yes, you didn't consent to being born, but here you are. Um, Mm. um, If you've set up your... Her, your bedroom is a fort, it's not your fort, yeah. um, you know, it's the family home. Um, so f- start to figure out how to f- what, be what part the, of the family, um, yeah. ra- you know, rather than a, a, um, a boarder or, yeah. or, or, a, or a guest. Um, and then I've got to say to them, look, escalations are, are known. Mm. You know about what happens. Yeah. yeah. You've got to turn this around. Mm. Mm. If you cannot actually resolve your escalations and you keep actually playing them out... Mm. Um, um, you're going to get the police increasingly paying attention to you. You'll become a repeat offender. Yeah. And you will have no life um, other than the one uh, which is playing cat and mouse with the police. Sure. Yeah, so that's, that's exactly. a choice you're going to make. Yeah, that's, yeah? that's, that's, yeah, that's exactly yeah? right. And look, you're young, so I get it. Um, it's confusing. Testosterone is bursting through you. Yeah. You're actually grown um, You
0: know, uh, two feet in the past four years. Whatever. Yeah, two yeah.
1: feet. In the, yeah, yeah, an enormous amount. Of, you know, suddenly you've got muscles and a deep voice, and yeah. um, people look at you just a little bit differently than when you were a young yeah. tacker at uh, eight or nine or ten. Yeah. You know what I mean? So test, that's what testosterone does. It builds muscle. It gives you facial hair. Deepens your voice. Mm. Um, mm. Um, it, it prepares you. for an adult skeleton Mm. um, and bone strength and all that sort of Mm. stuff Mm. testosterone what's interesting is testosterone on on, in itself um there's a lot a lot of studies um but increasingly what they're beginning to sort of sit at is that um testosterone in of its own is not a a a factor for aggression in a male also it doesn't no doesn't come into play it 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 its its function is more powerfully on the body and growth to become an adult body, than psychological. and psychological, yeah, than psychological. Right. That the psychological comes out of cultural assumptions and language um, um, that have, that have privileged male male uh, dominance. Um, so,
0: uh, so more because well, it, it's a hormone, really. Yeah, so, yeah. But it, so, so other hormones, other hormones that young men go, young girls as well, go through. Does that? Can that? Play a part of, of and their mood swings? Of
1: or, or? Look, look, uh, absolutely. There are, um, the cortisol—if you saturate the cortisol—that's okay, cortisol, what um, i was going to say. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. The cortisol but, um, levels, yeah, or, yeah, or whatever. It is. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah,
1: that might lead to sleep deprivation. It's going to sure. have an effect on your mood. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. No, no, ah, no now, argument is, about
0: that. That's very interesting.
1: But what, what testosterone yeah. does is, that, is actually prepares a a, a young person for, to have a sexual life. Yeah. Um, and to and to have an adult body with its with its with its sexual Uh, characteristics which includes facial hair for a man yeah um um, adam's apple all the rest yeah yeah all of that deep voice um increased muscle capacity um um but not necessarily a a, a concomitant psychological Mm -hmm. development Mm -hmm. um you know the, the male brain um appears to be fully developed um at about twenty six, twenty seven, in a male, wow. a little bit earlier, um, in, for, for, in, in for women, female, yeah. um, isn't that fascinating? Yeah. But, but yeah, no, it is fascinating. It makes sense, though. Yeah. But the, it's so, so what? So the issues are is our cultural assumptions about what is a male role and what is a female role, and I think we're still working through that, and, and we're not really having enough conversations, I think, about the difference, um, and about, um. You know, you and I have talking a lot about vulnerability. Um, You know that men can be vulnerable, um, and actually explore that aspect of it. Uh, The fully human person is neither male or female. I've got a beautiful painting that a woman has done, um, Kathy Cox, um, and I brought it uh, the other day from Braemar Gallery, and it's a picture of uh, an old man and an old woman. And if you look at um, the the two of them, um, they look alike. As we get older. And as we sit in old age, the, the, even our facial structures, um, the, the gender difference, the obvious gender difference, blurs into um, there, there's almost no, no uh, agenda that's obvious. I was looking at this painting and I said to wow. myself, this is two uh, elderly women. Aren't, aren't they beautiful? Yeah. Um, and the, the, the person who painted this uh, said to my wife, tell your husband, um, the person on the right is a man. I had to look again, and I couldn't isn't believe that, it. Isn't yeah, yeah, it was man. it was just that's, fascinating. That's awesome. Um, and I remember. Yeah, right. um, so, so gender is yeah. is um, well defined, you know, and uh, in obviously in adolescence and, and, yeah. and up into middle age, but yeah. it starts to actually sort of dissolve as an obvious determinant mm, 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 um, mm. or an obvious sort of characteristic. Um, and and even our minds change. Yeah. W- women become more entrepreneurial, and men start to actually sort of become domestic. Yeah, yeah. So, so so those shifts are known in it culturally. Yeah. Um, these things are really fascinating. Um, but but uh, you know to to argue that to. The rise in testosterone means that adolescent males are going to be aggressive and moody and all that sort of stuff. It's a very weak argument, and it's not supported by the the science. Definitely hormonal shifts make a difference in terms of mood, um, but it it doesn't automatically lead to an aggressive male.
0: Yeah, Uh, the catchy, who's one of our... Our favourite listeners, Robin Catchlove. She's yep. just written in and, and, and made a good point. She said, you know, and if it's your own room, make your own bed, tidy, cook, wash your own clothes, whatever else. And and, and that brings us back to, to something we've spoken about is sort out your own home first, you know? Yeah. And and I think that's a great thing for a young man to look at. And I, I was talking to my old man the other the other day in in relation to my son. And, I said, you know what, Dad, you know what, everything he's going through. I, I, when I played cricket, I had six of the guys on the cricket team went through the Navy. You know, a lot of these guys served in the first and the second Gulf War, um, And they've turned out, I've got one of them, he's 54, he's just retired, okay? And he was in, in counterintelligence, uh, you know. Uh, but I look at the way they've brought their kids up with as well. Their early responsibilities in life. At the age of eight, you go and hang out the washing or whatever else, just... I think things like that, because a lot of things like TikTok and the Facebook, with us, the mm-hmm, Instagram, mm-hmm. and then the Xbox have a lot to answer for here, yeah, you know, have yeah, a lot yeah. to answer for yeah. here as far as, so, you know, but, I, I guess, yeah. But, and, but
1: and, uh, no, absolutely, and, and that's another discussion again. That's, all, t- that's all together, um, but, yeah. And, and, yeah, look... Um, Getting adolescent boys to learn to cook a meal, um, to yeah. even prepare a family meal, mm. that's a very good idea, yeah. because instantly that brings them into the domestic reality of the family. Hey. So what, what, hey. what do yeah. they eat? How do hey. I cook? Um, how do, um, all the spin-offs that come from that um, yeah. is a familiarity with food and ability to actually cook a meal, yeah. rather than depend on, um, um, you know, what, what do they call those outside sort of uh, yeah. food uh, uh, providers? Uh, uh, um,
0: meals and Wheels,
1: whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and you, you ring up on a, a, an app on your phone, and yeah. and delivery comes up. You know, with yeah. with uh, uh that Uber, eats. Uber t- eats. Sorry, Uber, Uber, Uber Eats. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, yeah. weird as, You know, I mean, for, I for me as a seventy three year old, I'm going. Yeah. Well, I'm never going to actually rely on one of those things. I I prefer yeah. to cook my own yeah. tucker. So yeah. I know, I know what I'm eating, and I'm becoming increasingly sort of uh, vegetarian. I'm not a full veggie, but I'm loving primarily vegetarian sort of meals more and more um so um, you know what but yeah boys have to learn how to um uh i've had so many boys come in and say i couldn't believe it the old man's on my back all the time to actually get the bin out you know yeah one day a week it's only once it's only once a week
0: yeah one day a week, a week one, well, yeah. once, and i say to him is that your only job <laughs>
1: I'm yeah gonna... he says i can't believe it you know I'm, just, I'm going mate i can't believe it either i used to weed the garden uh, grow the vegetables um take out the poo pots in yeah. the family poo pot um, yeah. I was all of
0: eight nine ten doing that job yeah. um you know i was part of the family economy the, the, the comedian stephen Hughes said this and, and this is exactly what happened exactly what happened to me at school was in year seven we did home, home economics or cooking yeah, yeah and i loved it right yeah yeah. so in year eight and i was you know skin and bone i was the skinniest smallest kid and, until the end of year eight you and uh and so in year eight I, I i elected to do home economics so i go to the home economics class i'm the only bloke in the class these nine other girls like no no 15 you're girls. the alpha male I'm, I'm the only bloke. and then i go out at lunchtime and there's the boys that have just come out of the change room and they said spiller are you are you gay mate <laughs> and i said what they go are you gay mate and i said what do you mean he said well you're doing home economics i hear you're the only bloke in the class i said yeah mate I'm gay. You're out there on the footy field tackling each other, going into change rooms, watching each <laughs> other get naked. Meanwhile, I'm in a classroom with 15 hot chicks. Yeah. By myself. And I'm the gay one. <laughs> but I love cooking. I I, I love doing that. But that's a lovely example of cultural assumptions. Exactly, exactly. That
1: that drive that <laughs> idea of dominance and, and um yeah. and aggression, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and entitlement, you know that, those.
0: and that, that's right in that peer yeah. group. Hey man, what yeah. time's what time uh, is Batty today? You're, yeah, right? half 12, so Okay, we'll keep going for a bit more. Yeah, Let's, yeah, let's yeah. just um, let's just go to a quick break. You're listening to the Men's Mental Health Show with Brad Spillane and Bodie Mars, and of course, thanks Bronny, uh, the lovely Bronny Spatiri doing the voices over there. She's it's been a while since I've seen the Bronny. Um, yeah. Hope you're well and the family's well. Um, we're back um, and we're talking about um, uh, uh, ADVOs and 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 the roles of of, of what we can play as men. Um, you know the for educational side of things particularly for young men i guess as we're coming out of their adolescence into teenage or, or young manhood um, and it's something that i'm i'm having to deal with at the moment with my son it's he's sort of cut off communication with me which has been rather difficult so i've given him space um, and then you know some things have come back from the school and i've i've, I've actually contacted the school yesterday to, to, to tee up a time for me to go down there and speak to either the coordinator or the psychologist okay. so there'll be a few hard home truths there i've got to face up to as a dad but you know it's 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 only going to be for the benefit of the relationship between both my son and myself yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: and you know what's what's lovely brad is to is to hear um your willingness to actually sort of um you know hear the information that uh, look at the context Examine your own role, um, you know, uh, shift and make a change um, where 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 that's indicated or encouraged. Um, So, um, in order to actually sort of bring back a a sense of intimacy or or Mm. or closeness, you know, there's many um, middle-aged men um, who still have fathers whose love languages, in terms of being practical. Like throwing money at a problem or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, but what you know, what, what what I want to say to the, the older men, if you happen to be listening in today, is. Um your sons are also craving affirmation and validation mm. and uh, validation from, from, uh, yeah. you know from you it's not just money to to resolve a problem um they want to know um are they uh, you know a man who's struggling with doubt about himself mm. he he he's he's looking to be held he mm. he wants an emotional response, mm. not necessarily mm. a practical response so if they but if the if you love languages that's all you got then i'll often say to um a younger man um um look that's your dad's love language. So right. um, um, he, he's not probably not going to be able to do anything differently. Right. But recognize that that is his love language. Right. Um, I know you want something deeper. Yeah. Um, but you may have to give that to yourself. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You may have to start yeah. to do some personal work on yourself and start loving yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you know the, I think what's true is that um, we're still coming to terms with um, being children of parents who themselves were once children of parents yeah. and who before were children of parents. And if yeah. you think about the context... Um, and the um, the fixity yeah. you, ne- you never you think never about think of that, that. as a son. Right, but but, but that's a reality. Yeah. Um, and and that um, we're all imperfect. You know, there there is no such thing as the, the right way to do something or, or yeah. perfection. We all make mistakes and 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 fall over. Mm. Um, sometimes catastrophically, sometimes brutally, um, sometimes intentionally. Yeah. You know, all of that is true. But um, um, we we can only become from the experiences that we've had and it's quite rare for people to take their um, growing up experiences into therapy and say spend a good chunk of time Mm. examining that history um, and beginning to understand how that experiences that they've had have left marks on their functioning Uh in the sitting of that the frontal lobe can start to make executive decisions about that experience um, and find other ways of being in the world that are uh, more productive, um, that are more skillful, um, that reflect an adult perspective. Hmm. Hmm. If you never do an examination of your experience, you are uh, in all probability going to keep, keep repeating the same pattern. Yeah. So this is the gift of therapy. This is a gift that you give to yourself. There you go. It's is is sitting it? in, the, in your the growing up experience and yeah. making, um, getting a very clear understanding of mm. the deep impressions that have been cast on you and how that predisposes you to behave in right. situations, okay. particularly relational situations. Sure. And yeah. you'll always find, uh, okay... Um, some of my assumptions are, uh, belong to a past history. Right. I've got to be in the present moment, and I've got to have a future orientation yep. in order to take, you know, to have a more adult perspective on my mm. on my issue. Mm. So that's the gift of therapy. But the take up of of long term therapy is very low in Australia. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Very, it's very. It speaks volumes, doesn't it? it really it's, for, it's,
1: it's very low in Australia. Now, wow. that, uh, um, I'm not going to go into. So,
0: So let's go back to... Let's just take that point that you made. Yeah. So... And and let's... Because it's 80% of the cases is is the male is the perpetrator. Yeah. So let's just go along with that hypothesis at the moment, right? When there is an ADVO that's taken out, immediately what happens is the police nominate what's called a female liaison officer to yeah to the female there there yeah. isn't there's no such thing as a male liaison officer unfortunately yeah. Yeah. at the moment but maybe we could maybe we could put a male liaison officer or somebody that says you must like we do with the roadtop or when traffic offenses, you must attend this course or you must do five sessions of anger management or other things that are in place before before we get to the stage where the AVO has been breached. In a week yeah. or two or days' time, whatever. Yeah
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Maybe that's something that we can look at. I mean, it's something like three billion dollars. So, it's probably more what they what they make through and um, these state and federal, um, you know, through uh, traffic uh, offences, okay. right? yeah. and yeah. that goes back into repairing roads and mm. whatever else. And I don't, know, I don't know what the the figure is for for mental health or for, for instances like this. But surely we can look at that as a way of being proactive or um, as opposed to being reactive, um, you know, to what we're saying. Is that an idea?
1: Of course it's an idea, and I think it's part of the conversation that we need to be having um, at at inter-agencies, and there are difficult conversations. Mm. Um, Inevitably, if um, the participants um, haven't done some um, uh, careful work on themselves and and, um, have an attitude of deep respect for points of difference Uh, the conversations can become very hostile very quickly um and that's not i'm not interested in 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 that um uh, um, i'm not driving an agenda here but what i'm actually sort of trying to sort of suggest that there is an aspect of a conversation that we're not having right um and i think that a conversation needs to be had okay yeah. Yep. And uh, and so in, in, in this moment, yep. I'm saying I'm interested in men being equipped to have conversations sure. um, uh, that protect them and grow their understandings, um, mm. but also uh, remind uh, the power structures um, that there is another story yeah. um, that um, uh, that we are currently very suspicious of. Mm. 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 And you, mm. know, you know, I mean, what's true, isn't it that? Um, Uh, you know i always feel a a terrible sadness when there's another death of a child or a woman um you know to spouse a violence you know uh, um, um, relationship violence Mm. and i'm going um, uh, 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 we can't underestimate the level of fear that that generates in women Mm. and children uh, Mm. that level of hostility i think it is up to men to increasingly start taking responsibility using your, mm. your using your reality mm. in terms mm. of your journey mm. Um, mm. you know to for safety to emerge yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, 100% that's yeah. yeah that's an absolute yeah. given yeah. um but there are distortions in, in any um, um, in in the the pursuit of men as the primary person of interest yeah, um, yeah. and that's, just, that's a conversation I'm interested in having yeah, um, yeah. and I know it's a difficult one and I'm not actually pushing an agenda of men's rights, um, yeah. I'm not interested in men's rights, what yeah, I'm interested yeah. in uh, um, is an increasing level of competence in both men and women yeah. um, to be able to self-manage um, and to uh, develop and grow their relationships yeah. um, in, in a way that is tender and kind that's my if, that, if I have an agenda that mm. is the
0: agenda mm. Mm. yeah mm. no that's it's, it's excellent Boats. thank you man um, you know I, I, I'm sorry I go I, you, you put me in, into different thoughts when you you know I, yeah, go, yeah. Oh, okay. I, can, I can apply that there because you know I, look, I will it's not uncommon for me when I let somebody into my circle when am I saying my circle that's that's you know where I'll talk about my personal life yeah, or, yeah, you know yeah. and, and we all have a circle where okay, so for example you know, I've been doing some work recently with, with Craig at at all manufacturing personnel, recruitment and labour hire. Um and I say to Craig, look, you know, some days I might not seem like the bloke I was yesterday. Um and, and, and some days I can be a little bit more intense. Um, if that triggers you, man, you just just tell me. I won't be offended, but it's best that you tell me instead of letting yeah. me work it out myself, we don't walk on eggshells, you know, just say, Look, Spillow, I need a five-minute break from you or whatever um and i think that that level of self-awareness is is isn't isn't necessarily a bad thing um well, I like, I but, think... but, but 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 you know and it's a bit like because because i'm trying to i'm trying to change i'm trying to to learn i'm trying to um you know uh, fill my my kit of skills well done. well done um you know so you know i can apply that uh yeah. use those tools when it's necessary uh, and I can, I can see that in someone's reaction,
1: or you know. Yeah, and I, th- I think you're right. Look, you know, we do depend on feedback from each other, yeah. um, in, in order to self-correct. We don't automatically self-correct, no. Um, you know, um, but if, if we care about somebody and they're saying, you know, something's going wrong here, and I'd like to talk about it, mm. um, um, men often shiver with fear, and going, "Oh my God, you know, what have I done now?" Yeah. Um, uh, you you've got to drop that reaction and, um, and mm. say, "Yep, I'm up for a talk." Yeah. I'm, I'm w- um, and um, mm. men also pick up that something's not right. There's something not right in the relationship, mm. and often men go amnesic, which means they uh, they, I I they override their feeling response uh. of. Something's oh. not quite right in the relationship. I can feel something from my partner. Something's going on. Oh,
0: okay. Um, okay. Yeah, but, so, um, yeah,
1: but but they don't bring that to the attention of the partner. Yeah, um, gee, just...
0: And then they'll assume or come to a conclusion of which may or may not be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, um, because they haven't um, simply said, hey, I've just noticed a shift in you. Yeah yeah, I've
1: yeah, 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 um, and, uh, and yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. So, so what I'm saying to men is, pay attention to, to that to your yeah. intuition I, what, uh, what's yeah. coming up, and bring that to the table. Yeah. Say, so I wouldn't mind having a talk about that. Yeah, are, are you, you know, uh, can we can we have a talk? Yeah. Um, um, what men do is they they either uh, override their um, uh, intuition that something's not quite right, right, and they go into avoidance. You know, yeah. they, they they sort of disappear or hide or. Um, um, so, or become amnesiac they, uh, mm-hmm. they don't pay attention to that anymore or they anaesthetise themselves through their drug of choice yeah. um, and try and drink the problem away smoke the problem yeah. away or whatever um, yeah. that doesn't work it doesn't, no. um, bring it to the table um, but come from an invitation mm. it's, it's not about you doing this and pointing the finger mm. that's mm. an escalation mm. that's got nothing to do with uh, relationship repair yeah. um, it's, it's got to be an in, invitational um, mm. and, I've, and, you know, not every woman automatically wants that either. Um, uh, mm. You know, I've, I've had um, cases where, um, you know, the woman said, ah, oh, you're just a weak idiot. You know, you're talking about your vulnerability. Um, you know, quite yeah. hostile responses. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Man up. Deep Come here, on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 that sort of stuff. Um, so um, the, uh, we've got to drop assumptions, not all women uh, um, are, um, uh, uh, have a generosity of, of openness to a man's journey, if yeah. you like, um, um, and they, can't, they can they can shut down and be caught mm. up in their difficulties as as men can be. Mm. So, not mm. every uh, opportunity for a good talk will necessarily yield a, yeah. um, a, a positive dividend. Mm. But time and time again, when I've seen couples bury the hatchet and say yeah we've got to talk you know that leads to a, a, um, um, two things either a good outcome or a recognition um, that um, you know maybe we've done our time together
0: yeah you know when you we look at people as as, as idle let's just take somebody for example let's talk about a coach okay yeah. so you've got a coach of a football team. Okay, let's, we can talk about rugby union. Australian rugby union's been in pretty poor place since about two thousand and one, two thousand and two, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, and we've been craving. We've well, got Eddie Jones coming back now. <laughs> there's nothing against Checker in the last book, but if you look at the, what how Eddie Jones looked after England, let's look at Wayne Bennett. Okay, now Wayne Bennett's put three clubs through grand finals, Absolutely. and he's just won his first two games of where he's at at the Dolphins. Is he? Yeah. Yep. First two kickoff games of the season, nobody's picked either, you know, the odds of seven and nine to one, whatever it was. Anyway, what is it that makes Wayne Bennett a super coach over a normal coach? Or if we look at Ivan Cleary, if you hear what I find is when you hear Ivan Cleary talk or like the other day, there was two players at the end of the game, they were fighting and they said, oh, there's a bit of, you know, unbalance. And, and Ivan came out and said, I'd like my players to do that. I like my players, if they feel a guy, a teammate, let them down, i like him to have that conversation with him, you've let me down, you should have been on my left side. It also helps, not so much with blame, but with accountability. Will you be there next time? Um, and he's encouraging those sort of conversations within his players, and that's why they've been unbeatable, really, I believe, is because of their coach the last two years. There are a lot of good players in the competition in various teams, all teams have excellent players. Um, and I don't necessarily think that Penrith have had the best players if you put them on paper, these other clubs that have had just as good. But I think it's to do with the fact of the openness of the conversations of sure, their heroes, absolutely. who are their coaches at the time. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, what Eddie yeah. Jones has done with the English rugby, with Japan, That Japan. And those conversations that he has with those players are very personal. And it's about their personal life. It's about them getting their their home in order first about them accepting and understanding accountability it's about them expressing who they are and what are they thinking what is behind that anger that you're talking of yeah yeah why look, yeah.
1: Look, it's a very important thing you bring in because i think what you're talking about is that kind of um quality of um care and interest um, yeah in the team or in the individual players um, and bringing that uh, relational um aspect um, to the discussion, so yeah. it's not all all about the facts of the game. Yeah, um, it, it, it's about recognizing also um, the the value of each and every player yeah. in the team. Absolutely, um, and yeah. that we are a team. Yeah, you know and I mean? we're are
0: a t- we are we are we're looking after each, each other's yeah. back. You know, well, a good right. team
1: looks after each other's backs. And, and if we're not team. doing that, um, you know. we people do start to feel alienated. And and if you start to feel alienated, mm. you start to shut down. Yeah. And you feel like I can't trust anybody. Yeah. And then that's a very arid type of existence. Yeah. And there's unfortunately a lot of men who um, um, are feeling alienated um, yeah. and, um, and, and therefore shutting down. And yeah. in an ironic way, becoming more of a danger to society yeah. um, because yeah. of that phenomena uh, than actually being in the tent. In
0: the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's yeah. well it, man. Yeah. So,
1: um, um, but coming back to young, uh, you know, to, uh, to young men growing up, yeah. um, you know, with all that testosterone sort of growth that's sure. going on. Sure. Um, yeah, I always say to, uh, in in terms of family, families, if the family come to talk with me, is um, um, make sure uh, that your young fella um, is at the table, um, that he's cooking a meal. Yeah. Uh, for the family, yeah. um, give them that responsibility, um, equip them to be able to, to um, provide a good meal, um, to, to learn the skill of yeah. uh, preparing food as a gesture of um, nurturing and nourishing the family. You know, if he can grow an understanding of his nurturing and nourishing faculties, he'll bring that to his adult relationships. And it will be a skill he'll
0: have for the rest of his life. And we all pine for recognition too, don't we? And that's, yeah, yeah, that's everyone's going to say, "Hey, hey, hey, Boaty, that was a bloody good banana cake." Yeah, <laughs> or, or, you know, or a good roast. You know, yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah that worked yeah, out really well. Yeah, or you could um, always cook them bacon and eggs, and you have the omelette. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the other thing I encourage parents to also
1: make sure that the young man, if he's the eldest, is looking after. You know, he's got some responsibility for looking after his sibs. And, yeah. that, and that you monitor that, and you help him to actually sort of learn how to do that. Um, being mm-hmm. supportive, um, uh, um, mm-hmm. a, and, and um, again, it's a nurturing sort of kind of quality mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh, a young man learns to have conversation. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He brings something to the table. How mm-hmm. oh, was school today? All right. Mm-hmm. You know, one one response. All yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 There's one nothing, word yeah. one word yeah yeah
0: yeah you know yeah. <laughs> you, and then you have to develop the skill of trying to get two words out of him <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh, well, half your luck if you get to you, yeah, you know yeah. you know but um learning
1: to sort of uh uh put something together about how you feel at the dinner table is quite a remarkable um, uh, event of increasing inclusion. Mm. And I think it needs to be just encouraged and encouraged and encouraged. Mm. You often read the stories about families who promoted uh, at-the-table conversations, a whole raft of sort of stuff. Those people always emerge as um, leaders in whatever field of, of, of study that they actually sort of get into mm. or, or, or profession. Mm. You know, they, they often say it was such a pleasure to be able to be freely uh, argue, learned, to, to talk about a whole lot of things um, because it grew your mind, it grew it grew yeah. your understanding of all levels of argument and yeah. a, and discussion, yeah. and how valuable that was to grow in that family mm. that 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 is also nurturing yeah. um when yeah. you have intellectual right, yeah. sort of kind of discussions or dad brings in a new word you never heard before it's like, Dad, that what is it what is it, what does reciprocity mean you know what i mean yeah. Yeah. It, um, it's all growing consciousness growing understanding yeah. so those, those and so many men are trapped by their own silence or their own tendency to not know what to say mm. in, a, in mm. a situation so yeah. they end up doing things and yes again it is a love language um but it's not the only love language and learning to for young men to learn to become eloquent in terms of who they are yeah. what their needs are um and to take responsibility for their own emotional needs we're talking about yeah. beautiful boys emerging into adulthood yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And becoming fine young men becoming fine young men Boats, thank you. It's it's been another uh, wizard session this morning, mate. Um, sorry for those. that we've It's Bodhi's his nickname. His, he likes to think it's Boaster, but behind his back we call him the Wizard, and you can easily see why. Um, but cheers, man. It's, it's been a good session. Um, uh, we're back uh, next week. I can't remember who we've got on. If it's, um, I think it's Blueback next week. Or, anyway, he's in in South Sri Lanka, but I've got it. I've got the dates written in anyway. So. And we'll hopefully get the moos back on uh, again, and we can talk or follow on from uh, from our addictions conversation. But but thanks, mate. Thanks for, for coming up again. And uh, it's wonderful to see you. Good luck. And uh, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Good on you. All the best, mate. Thanks. It's a men's show.